The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This week's Major Spoilers podcast features a fatal four-way match. Corbin Green, Daniel Purcell, Jason DeLuna, and the mighty King Cobra in a steel cage with a table and chairs and some nice little cups filled with tea and maybe a teddy bear or two. In any case, they will not defeat me, but this one goes out to them. The Major Spoilers podcast covers news, reviews, and of course, spoilers, and goes into details about the topics discussed. So if you haven't read, listened, or watched the items we talk about, you might want to come back later. Major Spoilers theme song! The Major Spoilers podcast is on the air. Pod- on, on the air. The Major Spoilers Podcast is on the air. On the air. Pod, pod, podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Rodrigo. And I'm Stephen. If you're listening to the Major Spoilers Podcast, podcast, the Major Spoilers Podcast is on the air. Welcome to issue 395, the Major Spoilers Podcast. So glad that you could join us for this episode. Hello! Future people in the future. Going to start out with an, an email that was received from David, who says, Thanks for all the great podcasts. I finally upgraded my computer and can now check out digital comics, but don't know anything about them. I've been listening for a while now, and I've only heard you guys talk about digital comics once, and it didn't really address the different choices that I think exist. Which do you use? Have you heard from other people regarding other apps? I'm interested in the big two and minor publishers, too. I don't think we've ever really talked about digital comics, have we, Rodrigo? No, I think this Man, is, this is first brand time. new ground that we are breaking. All right, first of all, there are they a have number... digital comics now? There are a number of digital comic apps that you can go out and check. Um, Comixology, mm-hmm. uh, who's been a sponsor of the show before. Uh, you have Comics Plus, which is... Um, uh, I want to say that's Iverse, Iverse Media that does that mm-hmm. one. Uh, then you also have Graphically, and then Longbox was supposed to do something, but I don't know if they have ever released anything um, yet in a format that works, mm-hmm. right? So as far as the big two go, mm-hmm. uh, they have their own apps, the DC app and the Marvel app. Uh, both of those use the Comixology engine, mm-hmm. right? So... If you get the DC Comics app or the Marvel app uh, for your iPad, or if you're going on and reading them online, um, you're essentially got a Comixology account. Right. Which your, is your Comixology uh, app has a Spider Man mask on it. Yes, basically. exactly. Exactly. So you really don't have um, DC Comics and Marvel Comics anywhere else but on Comixology at this point. Uh, you may find a few here and there, but you're, they're not going to be in mass. Uh, the Nook has. A DC Comics graphic novel. Uh, the iBook store on the iPad has or iTunes. Yeah, has uh, has graphic novels in them, but not individual issues. 
And I'm trying to think what's the uh, the Kindle. Also, there's a Comixology app for the Kindle. I think there's also a, a Graphically app and so, fo- so on and so forth. Dark Horse has their own app. So if you're interested in Dark Horse comics, you can buy comics from Dark Horse uh, that way. Um, but to be honest with you, and I'm, and I'm not trying to be biased here, and I know it's going to sound biased because they were an advertiser on the site for a, um, about a month ago. Yeah, but they haven't paid us in a while. Yeah, uh, they actually aren't advertisers right now. Uh, but really, Comixology, I think, is the best app out there. Not because of Guided View, not because of um, this new, brand new, high-definition format that they just released for the new iPad, mm-hmm. um, but because they have the greatest catalog. Yeah. I mean, they have everything from Archie and Aspen to Xenoscope and, you know, <laughs> um, beyond. Yeah, and a lot, a lot of independent stuff yeah a lot i mean if you want atomic robo they've got it if you want aspen comics they've got it and um, let they've me just look red down five stuff they've got yeah they've got the red five stuff let me look for the publishers here the publisher list abstract studio uh aam marcosia uh alterna comics uh asylum press i think isn't asylum the ones that do crossed matthew uh that's avatar devils do asylum is somebody different uh they don't have avatar uh, Cryptozoic, uh, they have Radical Publishing, Top Shelf, Valve, Zenoscope, Vertigo, uh, Tokyo Pop, SLG, Studio 407, Paper Cuts, Oni Press. So really you're going to be able to get a lot of stuff from, mm-hmm. uh, these, uh, from Comixology. Um, so that's, that's why I say that the, the Comics by Comixology app are just going on to your, uh, to the Comixology.com website and setting up an app or setting up an account is probably the best and most versatile mm-hmm. because once you set up that account, that account will follow you to any device. So if you go out and set up your Comixology account on a new iPad, well, guess what? You can go up to the Comixology website and you can still read those apps online there or on your iPhone or on your Kindle. Or if you get a new iPad, you can just log in and you've got access to all those comics that you've purchased uh, before. Um, I'd be interested to see what Mark Wade does with his digital comics initiative that he's launched, where that's mm-hmm. going to appear. Uh, I don't know if that was made public yet, uh, but hopefully we'll get an announcement on that uh, pretty soon. Hopefully it's not its own app. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. IDW, I think, is on Comixology. Um, the one... Yeah, IDW is there. You know, one of the questions that came up a while ago, and uh, I don't know if it was fully addressed in an interview or online, but the question of, well, how do we know how stable Comixology is? Or how do we know how stable any of these companies are? And considering that Comixology has the Marvel and DC accounts, if Comixology suddenly folded and everybody who's just buying comics digitally were to lose access to all of their comics, what kind of goodwill would that set up for DC and Marvel? Probably not a lot, or if any at all. So if Comixology were to fold, my guess is the publishers would step in and carry on the servers and the accounts to an I extent. Don't, I don't know about that. But I don't, well, I, I really don't see DC or Marvel saying, eh, you lost all your books, go down to the bookstore and, and try to find the hard well, copies I, of this and pay again, because that ain't going to happen. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I think of all the companies, I think Comixology is the most stable mm-hmm. right now. Uh, it's the easiest to use. Uh, looks good. 
Yeah, and and right now people are used to that. People are used to going to the iTunes store mm-hmm. and buying all their buying all the music that they have. Right, right? everything's available on iTunes, right. and Comixology is really setting themselves up as that. Mm-hmm. Now, competition is good for the market, yes. but nobody right now has that catalog, and it's really that catalog that puts Comixology. Well, I was trying to top. look and see what. Uh, whoops, I don't want to go to the Ivers one. I was going to go to the Graphically one and see who their publishers were. Oh, shoot. I, I'm pretty sure I have an account, but I haven't set it up in such a long time. They have Image. They have Boom. Um, they have, yeah, Image and Boom and a few others I think are in there. Um, You know, I uh, had to turn in my comic book orders this week mm-hmm. and or this last week because you're listening on a Saturday. Uh, I've made, kind of made the decision. My nerd room of doom is getting so packed. Yeah. Uh, and I've got so many print comics that I just can't afford the space Mm -hmm. to store these comics anymore. And so I've made the decision that, um, I'm going to start weaning myself off print and going exclusively to digital as much as I can. Now there will be some comics that I'll keep on print. Batman, is Flash. This, is this the first step to finally getting that port installed in your head? Yes. So you can just yes. plug directly into your MacBook. Yes. Yes. Um, um, Remember, it can't be an HDMI cable because the Mac yeah, doesn't like that. I know. Uh, you know, as far as uh, DC, I'll probably continue the DC comics that, have, that I've carried on and have been collecting for, you know, 20, 30 years uh, in print. But uh, new series, I'm probably going to sample them in, in digital. And then if I like it, I'll go buy a print if I absolutely need to. But more than likely, what I'm going to do is see how long does this issue run. And if it's really good, like with what I'm doing with Hellboy now, mm-hmm. I'm just going to wait until the uh, Library Archive edition comes out and buy it that way. Invincible is now that that way. I'm no longer going to buy the single issues of Invincible. I'm going to just wait until they come out with their library editions. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm no longer buying Walking Dead in print. I haven't bought Walking Dead in print for almost two years now. Uh, and save for a few, uh, series that are ending soon with image comics, uh, I'll be all digital with image by summer. I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the way I'm going. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that, Rodrigo? Well, digital comics really make things a lot easier for me because I don't even live in a town that has anything resembling a comic book store. Right. So it just makes it easier if I'm like, oh, I have a hole in my collection, you know, like if uh, like I'm reading, um, I went out and found back issues, quote unquote, because, you know, right, right. fairly of Animal Man, which I've been meaning to catch up on mm-hmm. um, from the new 52, and I don't have an issue too. So I was honestly thinking when I got home, I was just going to get on Comixology and find issue two and read it that way. And I'm not too terribly concerned about finding that issue too later, because honestly, if I like this enough, I'll either pick up the trade paperback later mm-hmm. or wait for a sale somewhere on digitally and buy them digitally so that I can just have them in my hard drive or whenever I log on. Mm-hmm. What about you, Matthew? What are your thoughts? Well, all my comics are digital in that I have 10 fingers with which I read the things. I suppose I'm a Luddite up to a point. Um, I, I really do like the concept of like being able to access all of Lee and Kirby's Spider-Man or right. excuse me, Lee and Ditko. Don't, don't, don't come at me, bro. 
Uh, the you know Lee and Kirby did Fantastic Four though I'd like to be able to read that and and if for instance I'm sitting there and I'm thinking you know what would be great to read JLA eighty three mm-hmm. if I want to go and dig up the first appearance of the heroes of Angor it's easier to try and pull it from my Comicsology subscription than it is from a long box which is probably six deep in the office but I I, I still kind of feel a sense of loss. And I have yet to really find a reading interface that I'm happy with. Because yeah, have you, have you so tried, much of the time... Have you tried the Comixology app on your daughter's iPad? I don't think I have. I have something on my Android that I've tried. But, but well, I, okay. I, I hate the fact when they try to read the comic for me, when they try to put in transitions and right. flips and sweeps well, yeah, and things. Un- that yeah. that turns it into one of those motion comics that I hate so very 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 much. And unfortunately, on the i and I think um, Scroll Brian uh, recently got I think an iPhone is what he said, and he got the app. And he he actually said he liked the uh, the guided view the Comicsology has. But when you're on that small of a screen, you almost have to be in that guided view on your Android phone. You almost have to be in that guided view in order to read it. I I would encourage you, Matthew. The Comicsology app is free, and if you've already got a Comicsology account. Even if you don't have a Comixology account, set up a Comixology account, borrow your daughter's iPad, rest it from her hands at uh, mm-hmm. 2 a.m. while she's dozing, uh, and uh, load the Comixology app on, and then download either some of their free comics, uh, and they've got a lot of those, and just check out the experience, because you can read it as a full page. Uh, now, granted, the double-page spreads kind of get a little wonky when you have yeah. to turn it sideways, and that's the only thing that they haven't figured out yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think because uh-huh. it doesn't force you to go in that guided view, um, you might enjoy that experience on the iPad a little bit more. Here's the thing. Uh, more and more, we're going to see this, is the more popular the digital comics get, the more people are going to be creating comics for digital devices. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's already the case. Well, but that's, the big, that's Mark Wade's argument. Yeah, the big two are... Not doing it, for example. Marvel right. and DC are still making comics mm-hmm. for the format of print comics that where you will be holding one page in each hand right. and, and consuming them that way. Um, but, for example, you know, it wasn't like one whole volume of Atomic Robo like created so that it could be... Oh, yeah, yeah, on the so digital... That yeah, that would be Dogs... Would I think it was phone. Dogs of War. Dogs of yeah, War, yeah. yeah, the second volume. Yeah, and that's why they did everything so horizontal yeah. and flat and... It's only afterwards that it made sense. Yeah, it yeah. was, and you know, and it was an experiment. Even yeah, that, yeah, yeah. even that was experimental. Yeah. But more and more, I mean, don't be surprised if within the next, you know, within the next five years, there are going to be comics that are going to look weird to you when you hold them in your hand because they will be designed. You know, they'll have like a weird border because mm-hmm. the aspect ratio won't be exactly mm-hmm. the same or something. So if because you, they'll be designed for the iPad. Yeah. If you guys want to see, check this out. And Matthew, you can, I mean, anybody can do this. Go over to markwade.com. He's got a free PDF that you can download of his sample story. It's a post-apocalyptic zombie tale. Mm-hmm. But the way that it's done is it's almost a guided view, Matthew, in that it doesn't spoil what happens. Because this is a big problem with, with sometimes when you yeah, open a double-page spread, a your, eye, your eye automatically goes over to the right page, bottom mm-hmm. corner, or, you know, and you see, oh my gosh, he's killed, and then you've got to read through all of that other stuff. In this way, the panels are presented to you in a way that it's, it is kind of like a motion comic, but you're not spoiled by 
something that that happens. And so that's kind of what and I, there's a couple of other companies that are kind of doing this. So this isn't a new original fresh idea that Wade's presenting. But I would encourage you guys to go over to markwade.com, download that free PDF and just kind of read through it mm-hmm. and see kind of how this would work out. If you've got it on, um, you know, there are some comic readers. Uh, the one that I like to use the most is comic book, um, comic book lover. Uh, it's an, it's a, it's an app that'll allow you to, um, import PDFs and CBRs and CBZs if, if you're into that kind of stuff. And I like this because a lot of our, um, review copies are sent to us as PDFs. Mm -hmm. And so I can load them right into the comic book lover and read them that way. And, um, if you read Mark's comic book on the iPad in the way that he's presenting to you, it actually makes a lot of sense and does actually right. work really well for it. So, I, I, Matthew, I would encourage you to just try that some night. It's not going to cost you any money because everything's oh, free. Uh, well, I know you don't like, want to, but, oh, no, you know. The first one's always free when they're trying to, you Oh, know, what if I like it? it? <laughs> <laughs> why do you, you said happen. that you were a Luddite, Matthew. Why do you think you're a Luddite? Or why do you take that approach I think to, I'm a Luddite because I... I mean, you when, did just when you just you did upgrade like, to VHS from Betamax last year, right? When you were hopping really up and down and going, "I'm gonna go get my iPad three, I'm gonna go get my iPad 3. I'm like, okay. "It's not an iPad three. It's simply the new iPad." Okay, <laughs> okay, it's an iPad three, right. and moreover, it's the third one in two years. If they replaced it twice in this amount of time, I'll wait until they actually, you know, work out the kinks. With electronics, I tend to be kind of the same way I am about my cars. A, I'm broke. And B, I wait until the thing has been proven and it's got a track record. I'm not going to buy a brand new car off the showroom and have the thing burst into flame. I'm going to wait 14 years and buy it from a guy down the street for three grand. And then I can drive it for another eight years until it, you know, completely falls apart. I have, I guess I have, the reason that I have my phone, my Android phone that I technically can't live without. Um, my wife wanted to upgrade to a new BlackBerry, and in order to do that, to get her BlackBerry free, I had to upgrade to something that was a smartphone. So I have that because of that. She has her iPad because it was a gift from her mother. Right. I'm not the guy who leaps up into the technology. I finally got one of those uh, HD plasma television-y things this year, mm-hmm. and I was getting ready to hook it up, and I realized I don't own a single HDMI cable. So I had to hook up my high definition television to my PlayStation using standard uh yeah component uh, RCA. Jacks. Yeah, there's nothing. I mean, there's you know yeah. th- that's and kind I of. Had a, to, I had to have like six of them. There, there's really <laughs> no difference like, between what you're getting out of component cable as what you're getting out of the HDMI, yeah. except that the HDMI is sending video and audio down a single cable as opposed mm-hmm. to like you said six cables. So that's kind of exactly. A I didn't myth. Technically nine cables because I had to take the I take the signal out of the cable box and I run it into the VCR so that I can split it off and then I run that up <laughs> into the television. Oh, okay. Because VCR. It's, What's that? It's a, long, involved story. it's a long and involved story, and it involves it, it. It has to do with what cables I own and whether or not I can connect things without yeah. having to go to Best Buy. Well, so, you know, and I, I, I would the, avoid the I would avoid Best Buy. As a bit of advice, I would avoid I Best Buy altogether. That, there's got to be a Radio Shack. I have to go to Best Buy. There, there's a Radio Shack. Oh God! Nearby, I'm or there's a, near a radio there's a Tom's. There's a Tom's Electronics R Us or something like that that you could. Tom's Electronics R Us. Yes, exactly. Tom's Super Electronic yeah. Superstore World. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't trust Tom either. Tom's full of crap. I've never known a Tom who was above board. 
Well, I, I, you know, I'm not saying abandoning print because obviously I'm not abandoning print here and right. neither I, get, I don't think David in his question is saying that he's abandoning print. He just wants to read comics. And I think that a lot of people are going to discover that, hey, I'm on the bus. I want to read that comic. Mm-hmm. There's not a comic book store here. I can fire up my electronic device, download it and read it in a matter of minutes. You know, in the in the vein of this conversation, it's all about convenience. Yeah, it is. And it really is. Here's a here's a story that, as especially uh, with Matthew's uh, port uh, coming up, that's it's it's surprisingly relevant because I was at a um, I think I ended up at a Home Depot, right? And when uh, when we were in the middle of a shoot, we just had to go out and get something, right? And uh, I was like, oh, look, they have HDMI cable here. They do. I need an HDMI cable. Yep. And I was like, hey, Engineerman, <laughs> John Engineerman, how, uh, <laughs> which HDMI cable should I get? And he was like, nothing from here. You go to monoprize.com and you buy it for a third of the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I could go to that website and buy it for a third of the price. And wait four days. But this is right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hilariously... <laughs> Some of the time, it's more convenient to buy things online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of the time, it's more convenient to buy them at a store, mm-hmm. depending on usually where I am spatially. Yeah. Um. So uh, I, well, I, I just had an interesting realization because I always thought it's always more convenient to buy things online for right, me. Right, But if there happens to be a store that sells it, which is rare mm-hmm. for a store around here to mm-hmm. sell anything I want, right. Um. then... Oh my god! All of a sudden, it's more convenient to buy yeah, yeah, things yeah, at yeah, a store. Yeah. What yeah, a concept! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that I think the reason why comics specifically are oh so very difficult, and comics fans to a uh, to a degree as well, so difficult to translate into digital, is that comics are an art form that came up specifically because of the limitations of their the the printing process, the limitations of the book. The reason why comics are sixteen. 24, 32 pages long is because that's the way the printing presses work. And the reason that the gutters exist is because they were initially used to reprint comic strips and people found that the gutters, you can use them. And it's basically, it's, it's a relic of the 1930s. It's an artifact of an earlier time that is pretty much unchanged with the exception of, you know, costing a thousand times more than they used to. And to try and take that to digital, it's, it's kind of like, to some degree, the comic book that I read, the comic books that we read, are in some ways that one guy selling vinyl records, you know, in the, in the big city, who tells you that CDs never have the fullness of the sound. The people who go to that store, some of them believe that the CDs will never have the fullness of sound. Some of them think it's cool to have the vinyl. Some of them are just like, you know what, these are really awesome, and I want that one Ozzy Osbourne picture disc. Ozzy Osbourne being the, you know, the stand-in for Wolverine in this analogy. But makes sense. what it really breaks down to is that the comic book is an anachronism. And you try and take that anachronism and translate it into that bleeding-edge technology that, you know, is, is all about the doot de doot doot You add things, and they, they want to make it read for me, or they want to add limited motion, or they want to add voices, and they want to do things that mm-hmm. are inherently against the nature of that anachronistic form. So the comic as it exists, the comic book 
I think is starting to, we are now as readers, as a whole, starting to accept the fact that if I go to Gatekeeper Hobbies Huntoon and Gage Topeka tomorrow, and instead of buying, say, Marvel Zombies 5 one issue at a time, I buy the collected Marvel Zombies trade, Dion still gets his money. I get a better deal. I get a full story. I don't have to spend six months coming back and back and back. We are just now, as a whole, as a community, starting to accept that a thicker book collecting the thinner <laughs> books is still a comic book. We are now officially getting to the point where most, you know, most other media were in 1975. You can't get us from 1975 all the way to the year 2015, where we have hoverboards, self-lacing shoes, and your jacket is dry. You can't make that jump when it took us nearly a century to get out of 1938. Well, so I'm argue. not saying that I'm against digital comics. Well, but also, Matthew, but don't I you like argue, 1938. You could, you could argue for the singularity. It took us 100 years to get out of the 70s. Now it's only going to take us 20 years to get out of yeah, the, yeah. to get into the 80s. Are, are we blue shifting as we move towards light speed? Oh, absolutely. It's, you know, as, as, as uh, technology iterates. Yeah, yeah. The other thing, too, Matthew, is don't think that um, a, a digital comic is forcing you to read it in a guided view. That's it only is. what it you're experiencing in your in your Android device. Well, here's the thing, though, is that and none of, and the comics that I'm getting off Comicsology, none of those are motion comics. I think I think you know Matthew has a good point. I wouldn't say that comics. I mean, and I think he was he was being colorful. Comics aren't Hopefully, necessarily yes. a, an an anachronism, right? Um, in in the in the purest sense. Although I like you know again, good good use of language. I like it. Um, they are their own medium. Right. It's like, you know, right now we have widescreen TVs, mm -hmm. but if you watch a TV show, you know, a, a sitcom or even a drama, it's all close-ups. Right. Why is it all close-ups? Right. Because TV has been all close-ups yep. forever. Forever. Because TV yeah, used to be it, a square. It's funny because I was watching a, um, and we'll transition over to a web show here in a moment, but um, I was watching a web show the other day. And for the first time, I mean, I've been watching HD for, you know, four, four years now, sure. five years, almost five years now that we've had it in the house. And it's like, I appreciate what sports is doing. I appreciate mm -hmm. what I can get from, um, you know, like a documentary, yep. you know, Na where you can look shows, at a nature sports show. Sports and nature shows. But this was a side-by-side -side conversation where two people were sitting next to each other mm -hmm. and it was a medium shot and it was perfect. They were, they were both in frame. They were both in frame and it was perfect. And I was just sitting there going... Holy crap, this is the way it was really meant to be. And if this were a four by three, there there would be so much more work involved in right. trying to get this simple one lockdown shot to work. You would either and, have to cut back and forward or pan and scan. Right, or, right. Know. And it's just like at that moment, I mean, I, it's hard to say that, oh, suddenly you've made this real revelation, but... You know, sometimes you can be working in that medium and you can be working with a format and suddenly looking at it in one way will so suddenly change your whole perspective oh. on this is why this works so well. I, right now for me, and this is like in my real life job, I am just so frustrated because we have to shoot for both. Right. We have to right, shoot right, right, for right. that uh, yeah, the 4 3 as mm -hmm. aspect ratio and the 16 by 9 aspect yeah. ratio at the same time. Yep. 
because people are going to have different TVs and we're going to face um, that next year too. So it's just blah because it means that I have to. <laughs> it means that people who have three, four TVs are looking at a giant face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And people who have sixteen by nine TVs are looking at a, a tiny person with, with a lot of extra space, stuff yeah. just all around them. Yeah. So yeah. I've just gone to like whenever I go to an interview, I try to find the most picturesque spot one of two things either the most picturesque spot and sit him there or an entirely blank wall yeah yeah, try to find the biggest blank wall i can find and just sit him there so that people aren't so distracted that's that's what's so interesting is because i've been shooting like then they look like uh, thx 1138 (laughs) well you know i've been shooting in hd for (laughs) since 2000 i want to say six seven no 2006 Um, when I got my first HD camera, but mostly it's, it's ones, one shots. Mm -hmm. And so I don't, I didn't really, you know, I'm still, oh, you can balance this off here. And if you have to down convert it for four, three, it works like this and all this stuff. But this is the first time I really thought about that two shot and how it totally Uh changes uh that view in the HD. So, you know, it's that, that appreciation, but yeah, I approach a lot of the same shots when we do have Uh, to down convert it the the same way. Um, the thing is though, and this, I, and I'm going to be curious on Matthew's viewpoint on this because I know Matthew does a lot of searching on uh, surfing on YouTube. Um, We are getting to the point, especially with uh, April 2nd coming up. um, YouTube has been partnering with a bunch of people to develop unique YouTube channels with unique programming, essentially creating their own network. And there's already like four or five of them that I've already subscribed to because it's like, yes, I want to see the content that you have. And each one of these is each one of these channels has four or five shows in them. Um, just like the twit network, you know, like that. Sure. And I, I've mentioned it before that lately, lately I have been watching less and less of the cable television and more and more of Apple TV because I can project YouTube and um, now I can do it in 1080p up on the screen. I can do mm-hmm. Vimeo and I can watch all these shows, all this entertainment, and I don't have to watch the direct that's on, on cable. And I'm going to, you know, as I'm starting to shift away from print comics, I was really hoping when Apple made their announcement, one of the big things that they would have announced was a partnership with either major league soccer or the big thing that they really need to grab. And I'm thinking maybe Google may beat them to it is NFL mm-hmm. and the, because Apple already has hockey, basketball, major league baseball. I want to say there's one more sport that they have. Um, curling, curling. That's what it is. And you just get the subscription and you've got access to all of these games anywhere, anytime. And I think that as soon as for me, it's MLS and I've already got an app that lets me watch streaming MLS games mm-hmm. that I can then wirelessly stream to the HD screen. But I figure as soon as they get NFL, a lot of people are going to jump cable and just watch stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, my son doesn't even isn't interested in television anymore. He's interested in Netflix streaming. Right. And all the children's programming that he can watch on Netflix streaming. Entirely on demand. I mean, that's that sports are a huge reason of why. That's the only reason why I still have cable. Yeah. Of why cable even took up was because you could have that access to sports only channels. If there was a college game that you wanted to watch, yep. which no one else was covering, and how, why would they be covering, you know, your local stuff, be covering a game that happened in a different state and involved two schools that aren't even in your state? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. But Cable had that. Mm-hmm. And if 
an on-demand service can get that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that'll crack cable in half and mm-hmm. draw a lot of eyeballs to them. Yeah. Matthew, do you do, uh, do you watch a lot of cable television or do you watch a lot of on-demand stuff? Do you watch a lot of your community on Hulu and Netflix yeah, or do you, what do you watch I live? I have a DVR, so nothing. Do you watch um, uh, wrestling? Well, and what I mean by, I guess I say live yeah. is, I mean, what do you watch off cable? I guess is what I should say. I DVR virtually everything that I watch. So all of it is, is recorded pretty much. Um, my cable provider just offered something really awesome where if you show up and the show has already started, you have the option to go back to the beginning of that show, even if you yeah. were on that channel. Right. Um, if, for instance, I have my DVR set to record my shows, I get home from work between what, seven, seven fifteen central time. I'll probably start watching television around eight mm-hmm. certain shows. I will watch on the nights that they should be on Grey's anatomy was on Sunday night for a while. So I still watch it on Sunday night community. I still watch on Friday. You know, I watch, I watch my stuff where I watch my stuff. I don't go online necessarily. I do have a Netflixy thing that I can go through my uh, PlayStation and watch streaming stuff on Netflix. Mm-hmm. That's usually that's usually I'll do that for movies or occasionally I'll get an itch to go see Forever Red for the thousandth time where the 10 uh, Red Rangers team up to fight right, Serpentera. Right, right. And then do you watch any of, do you watch any of your YouTube through your Red PlayStation? Ranger. Not usually no. Oh okay. Do you, does YouTube play um, through PlayStation? It will, yeah. My PlayStation has a web browser, and you can go straight oh, through okay. it. But I didn't know if there was an app because I know it, on Wii, like Wii, you can get Netflix yeah. and some and of that stuff. The Xbox has a. Yeah. You can go into YouTube through okay, the Xbox, okay. I believe. Yeah, I the, just. It, I think it does have a direct YouTube channel. The main thing, it's the same reason that I don't watch a lot of movies on my phone. I am a really ridiculously fast typist. And I like to be able to just go clickety, clickety, click. Okay, now I want to look at this clickety, clickety, click. Ooh, go Kiger Air episode 35, clickety, clickety, click. And sometimes if I don't have a physical keyboard and I'm going swipe, doot, 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 or if I'm using my PlayStation uh, controller to go A, click, 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 seven, click, 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 click. I just want to type it and be done with it. I do about 300 words a minute. So it's a lot quicker to just use my, my thing. That's a huge... I mean, for, for the people that are trying to bring you this content and get this content and get the money that you're going right, to pay right. for this content, you know, the interface is a huge deal. It is. And when they figured out the best way to do comics digitally, because they kind of haven't yet. No, and, and, and really be, what the comics be, are now is just simply scan it, yep. stitch it, guide it, right. post it. Um, so yep. it'll be, I think it'll be a combination yeah. of warping comics to fit the iPad yeah. and coming up with that yeah. brilliant thing of like, oh, this is what you need to do. You know, in the same way that you pinch yeah. and, and, mm-hmm. and stretch Pinches things. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's yeah. something out there, some hand motion, some eyeball motion that is out there that will revolutionize the way that, that people see comics. Um, we just yeah. haven't hit on it yet. Do you think podcasting has changed media? Do you think what we're doing right now changes... Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Yes. I mean, what, and not this what is we're doing. Nobody's listening to us. <laughs> no, what we're doing. 
In the last five or ten years, I have noticed two trends in news media, and this is going to come across as probably a little bit more cynical than I usually am. Trend one is the news media exists solely to tell you what the ver- the 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 major opinion is. The news mm-hmm. is no longer about reporting news. It's reporting about what a majority of Americans right. think is news. Right. And secondly, there are so many outlets, there are so many specific outlets that each – there seems to be a channel, not just an organization or a show, but a channel dedicated to identifying a certain stratum of the populace and well, yeah. basically reiterating to them what they already believe. Right. Yeah. That's why we you have Fox, that's why you have MSNBC, CBS. Exactly. We are part of that Frog in Pants that Network. we as podcasters are just three schmucks and we bring together a specific nexus of my, well, it was better when I was a kid, and Rodrigo's, and I liked it, and Steven's, I have money to buy equipment. I really <laughs> don't. But what we do... Well, you don't have money to buy food because is, you bought yes, equipment. Exactly. exactly. We, we identify a certain stratum of the populace, and we tell them what they already believe. But yes, I believe that <laughs> podcasting is is part of a sea change in the way that media is viewed, because... 20 years ago, when we were, you know, in the chat rooms typing and saying, ASL, are you a girl in 1982 or 89 or 88, whatever year that was? I didn't do that. Stephen did. We, there's no way that we could have perceived, we could have seen what was going to happen. I carry a massively powerful personal computer in my pants. Uh, it's not like, you know, and C-3PO he still pretends he's a girl online. <laughs> But uh, it, it, it's, you know, it's nothing like what we can imagine. Anything that we met, like silent running. Nope. That one movie where you spill wine on your computer and it comes to life. Nope. Nobody saw the Internet coming except, you know, maybe that one guy. And even he didn't realize what it actually became. Essentially, the integration of various multimedia has made the term multimedia redundant. Everything. Mm-hmm is kind of turning into any jack wagon with a microphone can now be a pundit. Any person who has a camera can now be a cameraman. Anyone who has their phone can now document the future as it's going to be. That that Pearl Harbor thing where you see the the guy, what is it? It's not Pearl Harbor. It's VJ Day, where he's dipping the nurse and he's kissing her and there was a professional photographer there. These days, that would be posted on the the YouTube with a five minute thing, and guys going, "LOL, that's not real." That's that's basically where we are. So I'm not saying we are part of the future. I'm just saying that we're where the future is going to be. Fat guys in basements talking about stuff that a small section of the populace loves. I will say this in regards to equipment. I do love tech, mm-hmm. but every piece of equipment that I end up buying serve two purposes either to teach or to make this podcast sound as best as it can be Mm -hmm. and make it as convenient as it can be to as many people as it can be. Or ideally both. (laughs) Or ideally both, you know, yeah, because, you know, this Matthew was commenting on my camera. Uh, I'm using that for major spoiler stuff. Some people Mm -hmm. saw Rodrigo do a video. I'm doing it for my own uh, tutorial review stuff that you'll see stephenschleicher.com. And then I also take it to school and, and teach students with because they don't have access to a lot of that. Sure, or sure. or what's happening now is the students are getting access to that stuff yeah, before the school can get to access it. to that stuff. So, yeah, so it's the yeah. problem. How do you work this? They're banging it on the, on the floor. Yeah. 
Stupid, stupid stone <laughs> camera you, thing. Uh, Where's the pterodactyl uh, inside? <laughs> um. And then well, so guy, this is this is interesting then because we're talking about up. we're talking about comics in different media and we're talking about comics media. in digital. Um, yep. But we're also seeing comics getting noticed and I don't want to say passed around like a dirty whore, but that's an interesting segue. <laughs> yes, that's but we're funny. seeing then comics appear in so many different things. We're seeing uh, the Hollywood Reporter mm-hmm. getting an exclusive look at an upcoming comic or what DC and Marvel have been doing is USA today broke this story Mm -hmm. that has the first three pages of the death of captain America or whatever it may be. Right. right? And so I find it very interesting that we're seeing big media try to pick up on this and try to spread the love. We're also seeing comics being adapted not only into movies, but also into television. And one of the biggest television comic book adaptations that are going on right now is the walking dead. Right. And Mm -hmm. spoiler uh, season Spoiler. two kind of ended as I expected it to, with everybody la, seeing la, the prison la, la. and going to the prison. I didn't hear it, but we I also didn't see the yeah, people were surprised that Shane was going to die. Meh. But the big la, surprise la, la, at the la, end la, of of the season was the introduction of Michonne. You know the the sword la, 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 samurai la, la. sword wielding, um, you know badass la, la. that kind of helps la. everybody out when they're most needed, and she is going to be la, la. a part of season three, just like. The general is going to be a part of season three. And so you know that when Michonne and the general meet, things are going to get crazy, right? But what's interesting is while AMC is spilling all this stuff on online and while people could go out and buy the comic books, you know, uh, there's it's, it should be no surprise that Image Comics has been w- releasing The Walking Dead weekly since about six months before the first season of The Walking Dead kicked off. But last week, um, Playboy magazine... The April 16th, or the March, came out March 16th, it's the April 2012 edition, has an original six-page story in it that features the introduction of Michonne. Uh, Not as we saw her in the comic books, walking up to the prison with two, you know, zombies chained behind her, but her origin. How did she end up walking through the zombie wasteland with a samurai sword? And so we get that. And Matthew, you had a chance to read it. I haven't read it. I don't. Uh, I don't get the yeah. get the magazine. You had a chance to read it. Give us give us a breakdown review yeah. of of what goes on. It's actually it, it, it's very short, but it's very much to the point. Mm-hmm. And it opens with Michonne running from the zombie horde. Right. Basically, it shows us those things that led her from being just some lady to being, you know, the, the BAMF with the big sword. We, and, you know, we meet her, her boyfriend and her life. And then something horrible happens. Something really horrible happens actually. And we also find out who the two zombies that she was keeping with her in her early appearances are really, really well done. And I mean, it's, it's the creative team, all of the creative team of Walking Dead working together. It's still black and white, although it's not the same black and white that you see in the image comic. There's more of a kind of a multi-tone thing. The gray Mm -hmm. tones are much, much, you know, different. And I don't know if that's the paper stock or the preparation, but it's really, really well done. And I think it's something that, 
you know, if you are watching Walking Dead, I didn't listen to you, but I know that uh, Michonne makes her appearance in the last episode. The last one I saw had the big spoiler of the death of the guy who didn't die yet in Shane. the comics. Yeah. No. Oh, some of that. But okay. yeah, the guy who didn't die yet. Oh, and the deaths of Shane and this character are out of order in right. the story as it was told in the comics. So right. that's fine too. And, you know, I'm, I'm still annoyed that they shied away from the Dale Andrea ra- romance. Cause that's always been my, one of my favorite parts of early episodes or issues of the walking dead. But it's interesting. It's interesting to see it in this context because to me, Playboy is where you go for really upscale kind of, you know, important Tom Wolf kind of things. And one of the first stories that I remember reading in Playboy was the sequel to Full Metal Jacket. Um, it was a, an excerpt from a book called The Phantom Blooper. And as with many things that, you know, happened at that point in time in my life, it is it, it just completely irrevocably burned into my brain. I've never actually read all of the Phantom Blooper, but I can probably tell you, you know, from reading it in Playboy and going, wow, this is important and impressive because it it is surrounded by naked women. (laughs) That's probably the way my brain works. But I think that having this appear where it does, it serves twofold. It serves as, you know, people who watch just the show. There's nothing in here that negates the continuity of the Walking Dead television series which is different from the the continuity of the walking dead comic book but there's nothing here that negates the comic book either so that's nice you know if if you're you know a person who's read that and saw Shane die really early as he did in one media or Shane dying relatively late as he did in another Shane dies either way by the way so but go ahead no nah, just friend of a well, I, I'm just curious, uh, in this piece, now again, as you said, the first story you read in Playboy, the first story that I read in Playboy, I think, was uh, Distant Sound of Thunder, Ray Bradbury. Um, Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good story. one. Your dad I used had to just, older Playboys. Yes, he did. And I'd go read through those and <laughs> loved every one of them. I love reading 20 Questions. I thought 20 Questions was a wonderful, uh, it still is a wonderful segment uh, with some great interviews, and they have some great uh, pieces in there. But... Uh, and so it's interesting that if fans, if fans of the television series, and let's not talk about comic book fans, but fans of the television series want to know more about this character before mm-hmm. season three starts, they need to go buy a Playboy. Mm-hmm. I'm reading it for the articles. Hooray! I'm reading yeah. it for the comics. And, and Playboy always has had yeah. some very funny comics in mm-hmm. it as well. Um, oh yeah, a little and, and, and some doesn't, not, and doesn't some that not become so funny comics yeah, yeah. as well sometimes? Doesn't is that somewhat problematic, Rodrigo? Um, maybe because there's pornography around it and it depends on what you, um, what your personal opinions are on that. I guess it might be a huge crisis for someone who's way into The Walking Dead, but way against Playboy. Yeah. That they're like, oh, I need to. On the scale of tame to. Yes. On, on this, on the scale of what. DP. Yes. Of, of. Well, even then, I mean, the scale goes past, <laughs> past that. that. I know it's just my instru- <laughs> my instruments don't go that far, certainly. Um, mm. But what I'm saying is, uh, yeah, uh, you know, there are people who have moral objections to Playboy or to any right um, erotic gentleman's magazine style publication. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, that could be a problem. Now, is it uh, is it a problem for most adults who are into The Walking Dead? Maybe. I mean, pornography is still a a big deal. Yeah, in some places. In some places, yeah. and to some people, in even even who mm-hmm. might not live in those places, you know, uh, it's it's a it's a it's definitely a question of do I want to be seen buying a Playboy? I mean, it's. It's a consideration. Now, I don't have to worry well, about this because um, I'm good friends with Hugh Hefner, so he just sends send you the, gratis. He just sends, yeah, sends it right. to me, comps it. I, so, Matthew, uh, you know, not having read, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but from what I've read online from a number of different sites, is this origin story, does it deal with rape in it? Nope. Oh, it doesn't? Okay. No. Right. Um not even a little bit. The thing that comes into play with that is, and spoilers, in the comic book version of the story, when the governor has Michonne. Right. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He savagely beats yeah. and rapes her and, you know. Yeah. He, he beats tortures her. Tortures her. He basically just, uh, yeah. And I think that, from what I'm understanding, I think that, and this is a perfectly valid perspective, the problem with the character people have is that the character of Michonne is one that is a very strong woman who's been through some horrible, horrible things. And I believe some of the consternation comes from the fact that Playboy, while certainly more respectable than, say, a hustler, is still something that's problematic from, I hate to use the F word, from a feminist perspective <laughs> or from the perspective of, You know, this is a character whose backstory involves some really, really, really horrible things happening to her at the hands of horrible men. Right. You know, I can definitely see where the issue comes into play. It's not, I I guess I put it, it's not my hang up. And so it doesn't bother me, but that doesn't mean that it's not a valid, you know, it's not a valid concern to have. Well, I'm just, I'm just curious if this is, if this was the right place, if Playboy was the right place Regardless of, I mean, this could have been Lori's backstory. This could have been, right, right. you know, somebody else's backstory. Could have been, what's the, the Asian kid's name? Um, Alex? Glenn. 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 This yeah. could be his backstory, right? Um, is this the, the place to do that, or is there a better place? I mean, this kind of is almost like, almost analogous to the digital comics. It, you know, it, well, do we, we release that. a comic online first, or do we do it to print, or do the, we do it in... The the hilarious thing is that for a even a premium cable show mm-hmm. to have any sort of feature in Playboy was probably a huge boon, right? For that show nowadays, Playboy is not what yeah, it used to not, be, no, and, and I don't mean as far as quality. Certainly, as far as popularity, it's not what it used right. to be. So this is probably just some solid cross promotion on both sides i mean mm-hmm. playboy is probably getting some readers out of oh yeah, this, yeah, yeah i'm sure as opposed to the walking dead getting more viewers right, honestly right, right. i think with this going on you're going no to no get, this is really a play by playboy yeah you get more readers you're to, gonna get to walking yeah, dead yeah. viewers <laughs> to pick up a playboy where right, they right, wouldn't right. normally right as opposed to the other way around right i mean right. that's that's what's going on here right well, walking dead contains more offensive material from my specific perspective than you'll ever see in an episode of Playboy. Walking Dead is an adult title. It is it is sure marketed is. to adults and if you sure actually is. purchase it, you're going to see, you know, you're going to see murder, you're going to see sexual assault. You are going to see things, you know, and language 
that someone under 18 isn't actually legally able to buy, just like the Playboy itself. So I, I don't know if any of this has to do with the expectation that comic books are quote unquote supposed to be for kids or marketed to kids. But I think that I think that a lot of this comes from the place that Playboy and, you know, Playboy as as a representative, a rather tame representative, but still a representative of semi pornographic material is the fact that Playboy handles that kind of material. Does that somehow make you know, they're presenting this inappropriate. I don't right. think so, but I can certainly understand the people that do. And I think that to some degree, the Walking Dead television show is also aimed at a sternly adult audience. They threw an S bomb oh, yeah. last night. I, I can't even let my while the, watch while the child was in the room, she had she had walked out to get a glass of water and she didn't necessarily respond to it. She didn't flip out about it because I've told her that there's there's rude language that little girls aren't allowed to repeat. Right. Uh, you, you know. But it was something that kind of shocked me because I wasn't expecting that at what nine o'clock, even on you know extended cable. Yeah. But you know, in in this discussion, I would, I would I could... say that the the sight of someone being you know being killed and eaten is worse to me than the sight of an airbrushed naked woman. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say, oh, it's awful for Playboy to run this, or oh, it's awful that Image or or AMC put The Walking Dead into Playboy. I could give, I mean, I don't really care either way. Uh, I'm just trying to ask these questions as kind of the devil advocate on uh, uh, to uh, to bring this up <laughs> and to to promote discussion. Um, I, gang, I, I, I think it's a little. I think it's a little. I mean, I think the matchup is a little odd. It is. A it's odd. a little odd, but I don't have a problem with it. It's almost like, have, have you guys seen those um, uh, Darth Vader burgers? I think it's in France, mm-hmm. where it's like it's a black bun, mm-hmm. and you're like, gross. Who would eat something that has a black bun? What a weird combo, <laughs> right? But at the same time, oh, interesting. Yeah. That's kind of how this is. This is I, the to me. To me, this really seems like a an uncomfortable conversation that you might yeah, actually yeah. learn something from. Yeah, it's yeah. like. Oh, well, we're both adults here. Would you like to discuss pornography? Sure. Okay, so you have this discussion about pornography, maybe with someone you don't know all that well, mm-hmm. but, you know, it just seems cool. So it's like, all right, all right. Eh, Every time cool. I'm at the bus stations, yeah, strangers. Right. Would you like it's to like, have a Oh, hey, do you watch The Walking Dead on AMC? Well, yeah, I've seen a couple episodes. So then you have that weird discussion about, you know, a show that you're not really all that familiar right, with. Right, right, right. And that's, that's kind of what it fe- what this matchup feels like. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like. It's like somebody opening a conversation with, so we're all adults here. Mm-hmm. And then the obviously awkward conversation that always follows when somebody starts out that way. Yeah, yeah. Let's continue this conversation over a major. Sp- oh, go ahead, Matthew. Go ahead, finish up. I, I think there's one thing we have to take into account. Black bread is perfectly natural, especially in Europe. <laughs> Some German bread is just no, dark. You're right. Dark black bread. And you know, I I don't know if it would sell. I don't know if it'll play in Peoria, but I'd eat it. I'd eat it if it was the right kind of bread. Sure. All right, let's continue this discussion online about anything that we've talked uh, this week on the show. Head over to Majorspoilers.com. Check out the comic session, the comment section, not the comic section, although we have a lot of those too. Uh, check out the comment section. Uh, post your views, your thoughts, your ideas. Please be polite because we will kick you if you're too rude. Um, next time on the Major Spoilers podcast, we are going to be talking about the uh, Reaper of St. George Street. Why? 
because we know that you love comics and we do too. And we will talk with you soon. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas for future shows, or would like to sponsor a show, send an email to podcast at Majorspoilers.com. Visit Majorspoilers at Majorspoilers.com and be sure to check out the Major Spoilers forum. You can also follow Major Spoilers on Twitter at twitter.com slash Majorspoilers and on MySpace at myspace.com slash Majorspoilers. Fat Dick's Ray Vision of a Superman I could save a few bucks and stand around And read through the covers of the comics on the stand But although every other page would be backwards, I suppose I could still read the evens and the odds Well, I don't know Guess I haven't thought this all the way through Plus, as soon as the comic book store guy knew He kicked my butt out on the corner What a major spoiler What a major spoiler Way. If I was hulking green or gray, I could just bust through that brick wall, take their comic books away. But then the little meat would deal with all the tanks and bombs and guns. Have you ever tried to read a series with all that going on? Guess I need to rethink this plan. How would I back and board my comics with such a chance? Guess I already told ya. What a major spoiler. What a major spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a major spoiler What a major spoiler If I'm star raving rich like a man of iron I might not be surprised to find That I might actually have the heart cold To follow an entire storyline But would I really even need To read upon all those escapades I mean, who needs such distractions When your sister's such a babe But the downside is such a beast Being shot up in a fun Being in the Middle East With a King Santo and soldier what a major spoiler What a major spoiler Yeah, yeah, yeah What a major spoiler Whoa, 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 whoa What a major spoiler Major Spoilers It's copyright 2012